It is episode 133 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by Brian Johnson. And Brian, we're going to talk a little Viking football to get started here. The seventh meeting coming up between the Ripley Vikings and the Buchanan Upshur Buccaneers. And Rube, a series that thus far has been dominated by the Vikings. 6-0 and in the first six games, or first six meetings between these two teams. Vikings winning by an average of 24 points per contest in those first six. You're going to see a little different game tonight. I think it's going to be a, a tight nip and tuck game up at Buckhannon Upshur. Uh, tough test for the Vikings tonight. Well, it'll be interesting to see, Brian, because both teams are going to be hungry to right their ship. So who whose ship will be sailing? Will it be the Buccaneers' <laughs> ship or will it be the Vikings' ship? This is a, a key game for both of these teams as they try to right the ship. It really is, Rube. They both uh, are in dire need of a victory, um, and I think both teams have circled this game uh, back in the preseason as a game they felt like they could win, and uh, both teams, as I mentioned a moment ago, are just itching to get that victory. And uh, obviously one team's going to walk out tonight 0-2 and it's going to really put themselves uh, behind the eight ball, so to speak, early on. And if you look at uh, Buchanan Upshur, of course they lost uh, uh, to a lopsided score against Bridgeport. Uh, they were held to minus seven yards by Bridgeport's first team defense, but they gave up 510 yards, including 496 yards on the ground. So They've had some defensive problems uh, to work out. And then Ripley, I think, uh, in the loss that they had to Brook, they have to to do two things. They don't have to make great plays, but they have to eliminate the bad plays because uh, they had five turnovers uh, against the Bruins, and they uh, had 119 yards and penalties, and they just can't uh, afford to, to give up that many yards. Also struggled on third down as well, Rube, 18% conversion rate there. And a lot of that has to do with not getting behind the chains in first and second downs. You're going to see probably a real emphasis on the run game uh, up at Buchanan. Uh, you're going you're gonna to hear the guys just continue to to work that run game and not go away from it. And, and I think that will be key because, as you mentioned, uh, Buckhannon and Upshur gave up uh, nearly 500 yards on the ground last week, so maybe an opportunity for the Vikings. And um, at the game tonight, um, you had a chance to talk with a senior member who plays uh, several roles on this Viking team in uh, Hunter Brown. And he loves it, Rube. Uh, he's kind of settling into that role of a team leader and a guy who hardly comes off of the field. Uh, just had a big grin on his face when I asked him uh, how much he loves being out there on both sides of the ball. And I think he likes hitting people and playing defense probably uh, if if he had to choose. But, boy, uh, hard to get that young man off the field. It was a great to sit down with uh, Hunter Brown. I had a conversation with Mason Flutie, and he achieved quite an accomplishment recently. He earned the rank of Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. Not very many people are able to do that, but uh, Mason uh, pulled that off along with uh, the many other activities that he's involved with around Ripley High. He's a very interesting young man, Rube, a smart uh, kid who uh, works really hard. And his uh, being an Eagle Scout, I don't think people really realize how difficult that is, but what an accomplishment for him and congratulations. Hey, and Blake Cummings is seeing some action up uh, at Bethany College. Yeah, he has really worked his way into this lineup. Uh, They open up this week and he will be the starting long snapper uh, for the Bison special teams, punt and field goal and kickoff. So 
uh, great to sit down with him. He's excited, as you can imagine he will be, and uh, you know, uh, look forward to seeing what he's able to do this year. I had a conversation with Trey Greer, and he is not only a member of the Viking cross-country team, but he also is the Viking mascot this football season, and I had a, a good interview with Trey. Probably uh, runs hand-in-hand, Rube. It's probably a good warm-up for him Friday night as much as he runs up and down the sidelines. I really enjoy watching him. He has a lot of fun out there, and he brings the crowds a lot of entertainment. And in some uh, football action this week, uh, a couple of thrillers, the Junior Varsity Vikings picked up a four-point win uh, over Wahama, so hopefully that will build some confidence. And also, on Thursday evening, uh, the Ripley Middle School Vikings opened their season down in Huntington, against the Vincent Tigers and came away with an 18-12 to victory. And you talk about young Vikings, Rube. This is two opportunities for some young Vikings to get some playing time. Uh, the JV team was littered with freshmen, uh, so a lot of kids getting great experience there and good. To, always good to get a couple of victories. And the, the golf team this week picked up an exciting win against Spring Valley, and senior Avery Fife played a huge role in that as uh, she won a five-hole playoff out at Green Hills Country Club. And you talk about a five-hole playoff, Rube. That is some pressure-packed moments. And, uh, you know, you really can't make a mistake in those situations. Otherwise, you get eliminated. And she has really blossomed into an outstanding golfer and, and someone that uh, is going to go down in the history books at Ripley High School on the golf uh, side of things for the ladies. In uh, soccer action, the uh, Lady Vikings won their match against Nitro. Uh, last night by the score of 2-1. to one. The Vikings, however, came up on the short end against the Wildcats. They lost one to nothing. Both of those teams will return to action on Tuesday, uh, taking on the Hurricane Redskins. The volleyball team is uh, off to a great start. We had a conversation with uh, Bailey Howry, and they continued that streak uh, on Thursday evening against Wahama, and they will have uh, another match coming up on Tuesday against the Sissonville Indians. Our Viking cross-country team will have a long trip uh, this weekend as they go to the Cincinnati area to compete in a race. And, uh, Brian, you had a conversation with uh, the head honcho around uh, Ripley Schools, uh, the Jackson County Schools, and Mr. Will Hossifluck. He's also a cross-country dad, Rube, which is cool. Uh, chatted with him a little bit last week, and they were headed up for the night run last week, and they were excited for that, and... Uh, you know, Will has seen uh, about every angle of Jackson County Schools you can imagine as being an athlete, being a student, being a teacher, being a coach, uh, an administrator. Now the the uh, head man of Jackson County Schools. It was great to visit with Will, and it's great to have him back in the county. All right, it's episode 133. Let's get started. Her job with Ripley Volleyball is to help her Lady Viking teammates improve their skills. Senior Bailey Howery tells us how she's getting it done. Bailey, thanks for joining us on the podcast, Lady Viking Volleyball. Off to an amazing start this year. Tell us about that. Well, I think the team's really working well together this year. We got off to a good start, played some good teams, but in the end we pulled it together and we pulled out a few wins. And uh, tell me, you are a senior setter. On, the, on this team, and tell me, what is your role? Uh, when that ball comes over to Ripley's side of the net, tell me what the process is and how you work towards scoring, scoring that next point. 
Well, you know, the goal when we get the ball on our side is we want to get a kill. And a kill is basically when we, as an offensive team, we get hit the ball over and we hit a strong ball and get the um, point off of it. But as a setter, I don't take the first ball. That's up to the back row. And um, I take the second ball and I set up a hitter and we just hope to get that kill. So, Bailey, um, what makes a good setter? What does it take to be good at that position? Well, I think it takes a lot of experience, you know, knowing who you're going to set. It takes knowing your teammates really well. And you also have to be pretty fast getting to all these second balls. It's a lot of work, but um, yeah, you have to have a hard work and good work ethic. <laughs> and Bailey, you have really dedicated uh, yourself to the sport of volleyball. You have played it since uh, early in your middle school career. And um, why have you decided to concentrate on the sport of volleyball? Uh, what is it about the sport that you find appealing? Um, I love being a part of a team, having people to be around you all the time. And I don't know, it's always just been my favorite sport. My mom used to play it, and it's always just been a part of our family. So I've always played. And uh, speaking of part of your family, uh, you have a sibling on the team this year. Uh, tell us about your younger sister. My younger sister, Delaney, she's a freshman on the team. She sometimes plays and plays varsity with me, and it's honestly, it's really special getting to play with her. I really like it. And I know it's uh, had to be disappointing. Here it is, your senior year, and uh, you're playing the home matches at Ripley Middle, we really do not have a, a home uh, court advantage per se, but uh, I guess the team is pretty much dealing with that. Yeah, it is upsetting playing most of our senior year, if not all of it, at the middle school, but, you know, we learned to deal with it. We went and practiced there today for our game tomorrow, and so I think, I think it should go well. So, Bailey, uh, okay, your senior year will be uh, wrapping up in the spring, and, and what is next for you? Uh, do you have plans for, for the future? Um, I think I'm going to attend WVU and hopefully become a physical therapist. <laughs> awesome. Well, Bailey, uh, congratulations on a great start uh, with this volleyball team, and thank you for being on the podcast. You're welcome. He's a Viking senior who was known for his defensive skills a year ago. Hunter Brown has added to his contributions, scoring a touchdown in last week's season opener. Number 8 now hopes the team can gain momentum with tonight's game at Buchanan Upshur. Tough start last week against Brooke, uh, but man, uh, the great thing about sports, you got another one this week. You head up to Buchanan Upshur, uh, an opportunity to get a, a win, a team that you guys have beaten six consecutive times. So I know you feel good about your opportunity here tonight. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a thing we need to do. You know, it'd be good for us to bounce back and get the win here. Uh, I think Brooke, you know, is very beatable, and I think the next few games we play is very winnable. What uh, What do you think uh, is important for this team to a little bit of momentum, man? You just feel like you need something good to happen. Uh, you have some talent. You guys have some experience. You just need something positive to happen early on uh, up at Buckhannon Upshur tonight. Uh, yeah, I think a win will really help with that, and I think our, you know, the seniors have really talked and got together, and you know, figuring out a way we could do this and lead this, and really, you know, make this a uh, good thing that's going to about to happen. 
you hardly come off the field. You're, you're out there the entire game. How much do you like that, and what's your favorite part, offense, defense, special teams? Uh, I really like that. You know, it took a while to get used to from last year only playing one side of the ball and to this year now playing both and special teams. And uh, I think my favorite part of all of it is probably defense. You know, I feel like that's where I really belong and, you know, really enjoy myself. Had a touchdown last week. Uh, how cool was that? Home opener, season opener, your senior year, you get to catch a touchdown pass uh, early on in that ball game. Uh, that was great. You know, it was a great, you know, pass by Ty. Ty able to roll out the pocket and, you know, find me in the end zone wide open. And it's just a great feeling, you know, to celebrate that with your teammates. What do you feel like needs to happen here tonight for you guys to get a victory? Uh, I think, you know, we all need to stay together, stay on the same page. You know, last week we had a bunch of penalties and uh, we need to stop, you know, doing all that stuff and quit shooting ourselves in the foot. And, you know, I think we can get the win. Hunter, thanks for the time. Best of luck tonight. All right. Thank you. He's a Viking, but he's also an Eagle. Ripley High Jr. Mason Flutie gives us his scouting seventh report. Mason, congratulations on uh, achieving the rank of Eagle Scout. It's not something that very many people can say that they did. Thank you. And tell me, how long have you been involved in scouting, and how did it all get started? I started in the first grade. I was five years old. I've been going nonstop since, and it adds up to about 11 and 11 and a half years. And part of becoming uh, an Eagle Scout is achieving a certain number of merit badges. And uh, what were some of the ones that maybe were more challenging uh, than others on your way to becoming an Eagle Scout? Uh, yes, we had to achieve 21 total merit badges. And the hardest one for me was definitely sustainability. It was the most time-consuming and challenging. But we were, I was able to get it done along with all the other guys in the room. All right, and another step in becoming an Eagle Scout is having a project, an Eagle Scout project, and you had one that was particularly nice for the young people of Ripley. Yes, we were able to get a hold of a refurbished scoreboard to replace the existing scoreboard at the West Ripley ball fields on what most people know as the minor league field. We used the SkyTrack donated by United Rental and changed the scoreboards, got it working, painted the poles, and uh, placed a sign. We sold a bunch of sponsorships to try to help pay for the board and uh, give the Little League some money to do what they need. And I want to give credit to Bill Good, uh, my leaders Bud and Zach, and uh, the rest of the members of the troop, Matt, Cole, and Carter Neal. Uh, they were a big help in providing some extra hands. And you were able to achieve the rank of Eagle Scout all uh, at the same time while becoming a pretty active uh, student athlete here at Ripley High School, including football season. You have a big game coming up this week uh, at Buchanan. T tell us uh, the, the feel of the team going into week two. I think we'll be able to do good this week. We're trying to focus on bringing the team more together and working together. And basically we're going to go down there and we're going to just have to get the job done together. It's the only way. Well, Thank you. I, I, I can. He played tight end during his days as a Viking football player, but Blake Cummings has now moved on. He's now at Bethany College, and he's trying a new position with Bison football as they prepare for their season opener this week. Hey, Hello? Hang on a second. Blake, All right. hold on a second. Right. I got this... All right, you there, buddy? 
Sorry about that. I had you connected to my okay. I had you connected to my radio broadcast uh, oh, stuff. Okay. We've been fooling with that Sydney. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going great actually. How's it going there? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh you guys are the best you guys are the Bethany Bears, right? Uh Bethany Bison. Bison, sorry. I'm glad I asked you that. Is it college uh, or university? Uh college. Okay. Uh how many games? You got one game under your belt now? Or have, are you starting uh, this week? No, we're we're coming up to our first game. Who do you got this week? Uh we have Hiram. Hiram. Home or away? Uh home. Okay. You gonna get any PT or are you gonna be red shirted or what's the what's the plan um, with you? Do you know? I'm actually uh starting starting long snapper right now. Nice. Good deal, man. Congratulations. Thank you. That's yes. awesome. How's school going? Uh we're just starting to get into it, but it's going all right. Yeah. Big adjustment, isn't it? Yeah. Playing college sports and going to school is a full time job, buddy. Oh yeah, it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, no question. All right, well, uh, we'll just keep it quick, man, and just kind of get an update on what's going on with you and uh, uh, get the story out there that you're going to be starting long snapper as a freshman, so that's pretty cool. And uh, talk about uh, if you keep up with the Vikes at all. Obviously, your dad's coaching, so you do, but um, we'll talk a little bit about that. All right. <clears throat> all right, we'll get started. All right, now we welcome into the podcast former Viking uh, stand out on the football field last year, just graduated uh, in June from Ripley High School, Blake Cummings. Blake, thanks for being with me, bud. Thank you for having me. So uh, some big changes in your life, man. You've uh, made your way off to college. You're at Bethany now playing football, going to school. Talk a little bit about uh, how your life's transitioned so much here in the last couple of months. Uh, yeah, college is definitely different from high school. There's uh, big changes, but it's uh, – yeah, it's it's more it's more like a job. So but you constantly are doing something, either working, studying, you know, practice, lifting, anything. You're constantly doing things. What's been the biggest thing for you maybe that you didn't realize uh, would change so much from uh, the time you left Ripley until you got there and got on campus? Probably probably the work. It's definitely uh, college is definitely different. Like, we don't have classes back to back to back for eight hours. It's mainly just a couple here and there for about an hour. So that's probably the biggest thing that I really noticed. And you got like a couple, like a little bit of free time in between classes. So it's nice. Playing college athletics and being a, a student is is really about time management uh, and understanding where you got to be, when you got to be there, making sure you're on time. Uh, like you said, it's more like a job, uh, more so than it is uh, high school, I guess you would say. Yes, sir. So tell me, uh, football-wise, man, uh, you just gave me some good news before we popped on here. You guys have your first game this week, uh, and you are going to be the starting long snapper as a freshman, man. Quite a, an accomplishment. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. How excited are you for that opportunity on Saturday? I'm very excited. I mean, a little nervous, too. My parents will be there, so, but I'll definitely do the best I can. What uh, snapping in college compared to uh, snapping last year at uh, Memorial Stadium? What's been the difference for you there? Well, for college, you have to uh, snap at about 14 yards instead of 12 for high school. So 
it's uh, definitely getting back in the pads. It's making it a little bit harder, but I'm definitely getting there. So, school wise, man, what are you focusing on? Have you figured out what you want to major in? Or are you uh, still in the the beginning stages of trying to figure that out? Um, right now, I'm focused on uh, doing sports management. So, do you keep uh, keep a close eye on your alma mater and see how the Vikes are doing? I know Dad's still coaching, uh, so you're still connected to some degree. But I'm sure, probably in the back of your mind, on Friday nights, you probably miss being out there in the blue and white. Yes, sir. I actually am trying to plan on going to one of the games. So, yeah. Well, Blake, continued success, buddy. We're really proud of you. That's a fantastic accomplishment uh, to be able to get out there and uh, be on the field Saturday, man. We'll be rooting for you, and we wish you best of luck. All right. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Good luck this week. Thank you. Bye. On Saturdays, he's a cross-country runner for Ripley, but on Friday nights, He's the face of Ripley football. Let's meet new Viking mascot, Trey Greer. All right, we're talking with the Viking. Trey, what made you decide that you wanted to be the Viking mascot this year? Well, uh, back in April of my sophomore year, uh, a friend of mine who I ran cross country with, who was the previous Viking, Cole Neal, uh, messaged me, and he said, he, he said something like, hey, do you want to carry on my legacy? And have some fun and be the mascot for next year's football season. And I thought, what the heck? That sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, I had went out a, f- a few games uh, before that season to watch him, and he looked like he was having a great time. Uh, and the crowd, we had a good time with him too. He really knew how to get everyone excited for the game and excited to be there. And the school spirit, it was just it was, it was really great whenever he was out there, so I thought it'd be a fun experience to try out. So then you decided that, that you wanted to be the Viking, and then what happened next? How did you actually become the Viking? Well, I contacted uh, Kelly Fisher, the coach of the RHS cheerleading team, and she invited me out one evening, or one more sorry, one morning, uh, to one of their practices, and she kind of walked me through what I would be doing during the games, and she took me through a couple cheers. And then after that, she took me underneath the school's auditorium um, to the room where they kept all the cheerleading costumes and the mascots costume. And she took out these three big totes of material for the costume. And on one of the totes was the Viking shield. And like when she unveiled that to me, I was I I knew it was something I had to do. I was really excited to get going at it. And, and tell me, um, in your opinion, what makes a good mascot? What is your role uh, with this team? I think a, a good mascot is someone who is able to hype up a crowd, obviously, but is someone who's able to be respectful of the team and the school that they're representing, uh, because you are the face of the school when you're out there in that costume and you're at all these sporting events getting people excited, getting people to come out and support our athletics, uh, which supports the kids in them and it supports their future. And I just think it, it means carry on, carrying on school spirit in the best way possible, getting people excited for these athletic events. Um, and even when a game's going south, you've got to be able to encourage your fellow classmates, your teammates, 
everyone there to keep pushing in the game and to come home with a win. Trey, you're not limited to being the Viking. You're also on the the Viking cross-country team. Yeah. So tell me about that. Uh, I mean, when you play football, one day you may work on defense, one game you might work on offense, you might work on tackling, but when you're in cross-country, you're going to run. So uh, what is it about the sport of cross country that is appealing to you? Well, I've done, I've been a part of this family and it, it, cross country really is a family. Uh, I've been a part of the sport since sixth grade. And at first I did it just to get in shape because I was trying out for soccer at the time. But by the, by about halfway through the season, I connected very deeply with our team and our coaches and it was just it was such a great time to be able to run with these people and talk to them and have fun knowing that we're all improving in this sport together. Because like you said, um, with like sports like football and soccer, you're, you practice the different aspects of it. But with cross country, there's only so much you can do when it comes to running. Um, so it's something that everybody goes through in the sport. Every, every teammate, we face the same exercises and we face the same struggles and, we really pull each other through that, um, and yeah, it's just something. Like I said, it's a it's a family. It's it's a sport that I'm going to do until my senior year. And you had uh, a really uh, different experience this past weekend yeah. with an event that took place up in Preston County, beyond a, a little bit beyond Morgantown. But tell us about that race and what made it different from every other cross country race across the state. Well, um, the first thing was that it was. It was pretty late in the evening, which is something you don't get uh, too often with cross-country meets, but it's, it is very nice because it is very cool. Um, and also, it was a very it was a very decorated course. They had a lot of uh, entertainment come out. There were um, some people juggling fire on sticks, <laughs> and there were par there were paragliders flying overhead. It was it was a whole mess of uh, it was a beautiful mess of just fun things to look at and things to watch and. The course, my this is my favorite thing. The course was lined with tiki torches, <laughs> um, and it was just fun to run in between them. It, it felt like a like an episode of like a reality TV show, and yeah, it was it was really fun. It was a great time. Well, Trey, I want to uh, congratulate you on being the Viking. Congra Thank you. Congratulations, you were uh, the top placer, I believe. Uh, for the Vikings up at uh, Preston County, congratulations and good Thank luck you. with your cross country career. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Viking golf team picked up an exciting victory over Spring Valley this week at Green Hills Country Club. Senior Avery Fife sank some clutch putts to lead the blue and white. All right, it was an incredible golf match that Rippy High had against Spring Valley. We went through the regulation play, and Avery, you were telling me at the end of regulation, the score was all tied between the Vikings and the Timberwolves. So who else was playing on your team uh, that night against Spring Valley? Yeah, it was me, um, Garrett Brown, he's a sophomore, Gatlin Donahue, he's a junior, Owen Pitts, he's a freshman, Madison Salato, she's a senior, and then Jeremiah Franklin, he's a sophomore. Okay, so we're tied, and they decide to go into a playoff hole, and that puts you, uh, the number one player for the Vikings, against the number one player for the Timberwolves. 
and I guess the first hole was pretty non-eventful, but then there was a pretty amazing uh, second playoff hole. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the kid from Spring Valley, he hit his, it was a par three, he hit his ball probably like 20 feet right in front of the pin, and um, I was getting a little nervous. I hit mine, there's kind of this bank on this hole, and so I had a really tough um, chip shot to get on the green after I hit my drive. So I'm thinking, you know, I got to get this up and down or because he's going to two-putt this. So I hit it onto the green. It's a decent shot, um, but I still have like a 15-foot putt <laughs> to get par. Yeah, and it's on a break too, so it was pretty difficult. And I don't know, some miracle, I made the putt, and <laughs> he two-putted, so we kept going. Okay, and then you play um, two more holes and uh, still don't break the tie. And then uh, something kind of crazy happened on the fifth playoff hole, and I understand the fog is rolling in, and it's starting to get dark, and you won the match, but at the time, you didn't realize that you won the match. Yeah, so um, he hit a pretty good drive, and so did I, and so on his second shot, it was pretty dark, I couldn't really see where his ball went, and there are these bushes behind um, the green, and in the past, I've known that it's been, if you hit in there, you had to take a stroke. Well, so I walk up there and I chip mine on. So I'm, I have a like five foot putt, um, six foot putt for par, and he chips his on closer than mine. So I'm thinking, you know, if he makes this putt, they win. Um, so he actually ends up two putting, and so do I. So I thought that we had tied, but he like shook my hand and um, said, "Nice playing with you." And so I'm like, "Oh, okay, maybe we're just done for the night since it's getting pretty dark." And then I walk over to my team and they're like congratulating me, and I'm like. We tied. What are you talking about? And they told me we'd actually won. That's fantastic. And Coach Miller told me the the shot that you made on that second playoff hole was uh, one of the uh, most outstanding shots that he's witnessed in all of his years of coaching. So that's saying quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I was pretty excited about it. I really I thought we were going to be done after the second hole, but we kept going for three more after that one. Way to go, Avery. Thank you. His impressive career in education has included a variety of occupations. Former Viking Will Hossifluck recently took over the reins as the superintendent of Jackson County Schools. Glad to be joined now by the new superintendent of Jackson County Schools, Will Hossifluck. Uh, Will, welcome back to Jackson County. Thanks, Brian. So uh, you've seen a, a lot of different sides of Jackson County Schools. You've been a student, an athlete, a coach a teacher, an administrator. Now you sit at uh, the head table here as the superintendent. Talk a little bit about uh, your experience and, and what it's been like to kind of come up through the ranks. Still a relatively young guy as well. Uh, well, first and foremost, I've humbled and honored to lead Jackson County School System. Uh, I'm always a teacher at heart, and that's kind of where I got my start teaching. Uh, I'm a very passionate educator. Uh, I believe in education. I believe in the educational system in Jackson County, and it's one of the best in the state. You know, the, the old saying goes, you don't know what you, you miss until you've been gone for a while, and I definitely have missed Jackson County. Just glad to be back and glad to lead this county, not only in academics, but all other co-curricular and extracurricular activities. Aside from this being home and, and your hometown and you know, you and I live a stone's throw from each other. But uh, what were some of the things that led you back to Jackson County? Obviously, your your daughters are getting of the age that their uh, your time with them is limited. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Sure, it was tough. Uh, Wood County gave me a chance. Uh, of course, I, I 
went from principalship right into superintendency um, in uh, Wood County, and I've been in Wood County the last four years, and they did give me a chance, and I, I did appreciate that. And it was a hard decision to leave, but uh, one decision that always sticks in my mind and that I really had to think about was I'm going to have an opportunity to hand my daughters their diploma. And that was kind of the deciding factor. But not only that, it's the people in Jackson County. We have a special place. I know a lot of people say, um, you know, well, I'm, I can't wait to move out of Jackson County. Well, I, I can tell you, this is a very special place to be. It really is. Uh, you know, I echo those sentiments that I remember being a young guy and thinking I need to get out of here. And then here I am uh, pushing 50 years old and I really don't want to leave. So I completely understand that. Talk about the difference in education now. Uh, you were a big part of the movement toward technology when you were the principal here. And, you know, old guys like me, we had textbooks, paper and pencils. That's all we took to school. Well, it's it's a different environment now. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's uh, the environment changes every single day, every single year. There's something new that comes out. But I always say uh, a good teacher will never, ever, ever be replaced. And and I, you know, put that throughout the county to say, hey, you know, we have some of the best teachers uh, in the state of West Virginia and they'll never be replaced. Uh, they're good people. Uh, they're, you know, not only teachers, but employees in general, uh, whether it's service personnel or professional, uh, we just have great people in Jackson County. Technology-wise, you know, of course, we do bus scans every morning. Our bus drivers have to do safety checks. They take iPads around, they zone in to make sure they check the brakes, to make sure they check the fuel, to make sure they check all the safety features. So it is technology, and, and we understand that, uh, and we want to be on the cutting edge because that will provide more opportunities for our students in the future. You're a competitive guy. Uh, you're a runner now. You played college football uh, as well at Marshall. And uh, talk about the competitive nature and how you transition that into what you do in your daily life. I know uh, the the drive, the motivation, uh, the the understanding of uh, getting to a certain goal. How has that motivated you and pushed you to where you are now? Sure. That started back actually when I was teaching at Ripley High School. Uh, I was an AP psychology teacher, and of course. You know, anything that you're going to be measured on, such as AP scores, I wanted to be the best. So I took a lot of pride in uh, having great AP scores every year. But more um, more importantly, I had good kids. Um, and good kids always make a difference. Uh, good kids, especially the ones in Jackson County, uh, we were always top in the state, top in the nation in our AP scores. So that transition to my principalship, we're saying, wait a second, um, you know, we can be the best high school in the state of West Virginia. And I think um, actually, in 2015, 16, somewhere in there, we became West Virginia School of Success, top five in the state of West Virginia. Uh, and now that's just kind of spilling over into the entire county. Uh, right now, we're ranked ninth uh, in, in ELA and 10th in mathematics, uh, grades three through 11. Uh, you know, of course, the test is three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and 11. So we're ninth and 10th. And of course, my goal is to be number one. I always like, chase, I always like wearing the bullseye, not chasing it. Um, and if you're chasing it, you're always uh, kind of in the back of the pack. If you wear the bullseye, you're always the front dog. What are some of the, the goals you have for Jackson County Schools? Uh, and we can't, we're Viking 360, we can't just limit it to, to Ripley High. You, you have a broader scope when it comes to all the schools in Jackson County. Most certainly. And, you know, we're all in this together. I've talked to parents all day today. We're starting a super uh, a superintendent's parent advisory council. But one of the big initiatives that uh, I want to bring forward, especially to the parents committee, 
and eventually to the Board of Education is to build a Jackson County Innovative uh, Academy, Innovation Academy. And what that will consist of are students uh, all the way from elementary school, middle school, and high school being able to attend a state-of-the-art STEAM lab uh, that we do Project Lead the Way, uh, Project Lead the Way units in, uh, and STEAM is science, technology, engineering, arts, and the math. And that gives our students the ability to not only be innovators, but to be creators, to have hands-on experiences, and make Maybe to look at some possibilities uh, for future successes in life. On a personal note, what's it been like for you to be home a little bit more now? I'm sure Ashley probably has some more projects for you to do now that you're not driving back and forth. Maybe you've got more things to do at home. You get to see the girls more, maybe home for dinner a little earlier. Right. And, and I wish I could say that, but that has not been the case thus far. As you know, we've experienced quite, um, quite the turmoil here the last uh, couple of weeks with the flood issues and things of that nature. And, you know, I'm a 24-7 guy. I mean, I put my heart and soul in this, and uh, I, hope, I hope that uh, Jackson County will be uh, at the top of the ranks one of these days. And, you know, being home is, is great. Uh, it's not only, you know, being home and, and being around family, but it's just being around good people. Uh, whether you go to Walmart or Kroger, uh, wherever it is, there are always good people that want to say hi, congratulations, thank you. And just to have those conversations means a lot. It's great to have you back, man. Enjoy your time here. And we look forward to big things out of Jackson County Schools. Yeah, thank you. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.